0: You can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor
1: Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 10 is where we're at this morning, and a message titled "Reentry." In verse 18 it says, Then he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. What? That's crazy. Now, as he tells him this, he's he's using the grammar indicating that that this happened sometime in the past. Not something he's observing now, but something that happened in the past. And this is referring to the angelic being who would become the devil, become Satan. And there's a couple passages about this. Isaiah chapter 14 kind of gives us the reason why Satan fell. It tells us in Isaiah 14 verse 12, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. That's the angels of God. I will sit on the mountain of the congregation on the far sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Wow. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Notice the pride and power that, that Satan had that corrupted him. It was pride and power. It was thinking that it, because of his beauty and because of who he was, that he was something special. And that's not the case at all. He wanted to be, it tells us, like the most high. And that was a temptation. You remember that when God created man, what did he make him like? He made him like God. Here's Satan. Beautiful. We'll read that in a second. All beautiful and magnificent. And then God makes man out in his image after his likeness. And he breathes into him the breath of life. And Satan was very, very jealous of that. He wanted to be like the Most High. And God made you in his image. What a slap in the face to Satan's pride. And that's why he would go to the woman and he would say to her, has God really said you shouldn't eat from any of the trees of the garden? And the woman said, no, you know, we we can eat from the trees of the garden. It's a tree in the midst of the garden that we can't eat nor touch it lest we die. And he says, you shall not surely die. For God knows the day that you eat of it, you shall be like God, knowing good and evil. So the woman saw the fruit. It was desirable to make one wise. It was pleasant to the eyes. It was good for food. She took, she ate, she gave to her husband with her and he ate. And the, their eyes were open. You, you know the story. that they, they, they fell, and it was Satan who tempted them with the same thing that he wanted to be like the Most High. He tempted them with the same thing and caused the fall of mankind. Where is the root of this? Well, in Ezekiel chapter 28, it tells us this. In verses 12 through 17, and, and this is, don't be confused by, he says, the king of Tyre, but there's always... An angelic or demonic being over an area at that at that given time it happened to be satan himself and you'll see that as we look at this is the son of man take up a lamentation for the king of tyre and say to him thus says the lord god you were the seal of perfection full of wisdom and perfect in beauty that's that's satan that's what he looked like you were in eden the garden of god every precious stone was your covering the sardis of topaz and diamond barrel onyx and jasper sapphire turquoise and emerald with gold The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. That's an angel, of course. I established you, and you were the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within, and you sinned, your negotiations... Did God really say? He started to negotiate with Eve, and it was at that moment that Satan would find himself falling. Tell iniquity was found in you, verse sixteen. By the abundance of your trade, you became filled with violence within you. Sinned, therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You're, you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to, to the ground and I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. And so this is the, this is what he's seen. He's seen Satan in the past fallen from heaven, this anointed chair of this, this beautiful angel, O oh, Lucifer, son of the morning, how you've been cast down, he says. Now in the book of Revelation, we're going to see another glimpse of this and actually we, we covered this on Wednesday night as we've been going through the book of Revelation. But Revelation chapter nine, verse one says, then the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fallen, this is past tense, from heaven to the earth, and to him, this is the devil, was given the key to the bottomless pit. And then skipping down to verse 11, and between verse 1 and verse 11, you see these hordes of demonic creatures coming out of the pit, you know, and smoke billowing out, and these creatures coming out and stinging people and causing pain for five months and all kinds of hell breaking loose on earth. And it says this in verse 11, these locusts, it says they had a king over them, these these creatures that are coming out, they had a king over them, the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon or destroyer, But in Greek, he has the name, Apollyon, which also is destroyer. He's the destructive one. He's the one who wants to destroy the souls of men. And this is what Jesus is talking about. He he says, I saw Satan. I saw Satan fall. But we have to understand that it was his pride that lifted him up. And what he's warning them in, in just kind of a subtle way is, don't let the pride of your power that you've been given to by me Allow you to be tempted to fall as well. Don't put don't put your don't put your stock in that. Behold, verse 19, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, if the ushers would bring snakes and the scorpions out, they're gonna be handy. I think we have enough for everybody here today. Just kidding. If only that was just a joke everywhere. I know there's there's churches who do things like that, but we're not here. We're not going to do that today, nor do will we ever. And you know we do have we do have protection from the Lord. Nothing can hurt you, nothing can touch you unless the Lord allows it to touch you. You guys realize that, right? You know until God's done with you, you you're invincible. Until His His work is done with you, doesn't mean He wants you to be stupid. You know, it's like oh I'm invincible. I can go. No, He's like nah, no, He's the guy's dumb. Let's just take him. <laughs> you know that's not that's not how he wants you to act, but but there, it's true that he's going to protect you, and nothing's going to harm you that he doesn't allow to harm you, and and that was true with Paul when he was in Acts twenty eight when he was in Malta and a, a viper came out of the woodpile and got him on the hand and he threw it into the fire and the natives were like that man was uh, some sort of murderer and he didn't escape the sea but justice won't allow him to live and so they were waiting for him to swell up and die but then he didn't die and so they said okay well i guess he's a god man they, people are so fickle aren't they just from one thing to the other but but it wasn't it wasn't Paul's time and so god preserved him even with the snake bite and of course we know that in the, in the in the gospel of mark chapter 16 it tells us in verse 17 through 18 and these signs will follow those who believe In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And so there's there's this the truth to that, that that there are things that we will do in the name of Jesus that are, are miraculous at times. However, I think when Jesus says this, he's speaking specifically about the demonic. Because as he talks about this, he's he's talking about it in that context. And if you were with us on Wednesday night or if you watched the, the video feed, the, in chapter 9, you have these locusts that come out, but they have tails like scorpions and they sting people. And then, and then after that, another plague, another woe, worse than the first comes, and out of the bottomless pit come these horsemen. And the horsemen have... Heads like lions and the, or the, the horses have heads like lions. I don't know. Something. They're, it's nasty. And then on the back of them, they have these tails that are like the tails of snakes or like snakes and they bite people. And, and it's probably, it's probably a demon that people aren't going to be able to see physically, but it's going to cause a plague to come upon the world. A third of mankind will die from that horrible stuff. The, the, the scorpions won't, won't get the, the believers. They'll be sealed by God during that tribulation period but people will be suffering for 5 months and unable to die can you imagine you put a gun to your head cuz you can't stand the pain anymore uh oh <laughs> i'm not dead you know and then they'll walk around they'll be like zombies walking through the earth in pain and writhing and not able to die for that whole period of time there's going to be a moratorium on death it's going to be hell on earth it's gonna, they're going to understand what hell is like from that experience because there'll be torment and no escape no escape crazy stuff but i think that that's what jesus is referring to because certainly disciples can be harmed matthew chapter 24 verse 9 tells us that they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and they will and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake and that's certainly true around the world people take missionaries they throw them into prison they they kill them they crucify them